Hello everybody and welcome back to All About The Hammers on The Force of Podcast with me, Tom Bristow. Um, just finished 0-0 at Craven Cottage uh, in what was another disappointing performance from The Hammers. Uh, a few talking points about that game and then I'll also have a chat about... Uh, the game's coming up for us as well because um, we've got we got some very, very tough opponents coming up over the next month or so, which will really determine where we actually are going forward in the league. So let's uh, let's get into it. Let me have a bit of a drink first. <sighs> That's better. Um, so, nil-nil. Um, didn't look anything like we did in midweek. Against Villa, we looked poor. We looked nervous yet again, exactly the way we were against Liverpool. Um, I don't know whether it was playing on boy the boys' minds that we could potentially, by the weekend, be in the top four. Uh, obviously, because Liverpool faced in Manchester City tomorrow. So, you don't know what's going through uh, the lads' heads. You don't know what's going through Moise's head. But the team, the lineup that we started off with was the lineup that I... Predicted the one that I said that it would just be one change. Fredericks out, Bowen in, and um, didn't work. It didn't work at all, and I'm scratching my head to understand why. Uh, Jesse Lingard couldn't get going at all. Neither could Ben Rama, Antonio, or Bowen. The four men that are going to win us this game. Uh, it got to a certain point in the game where I was begging. For set pieces. Because that's the only way that I could see us scoring. And even by that point. We weren't putting in good deliveries. And all, if the deliveries were alright. Nobody was getting on the end of them. Uh, the, the only positive again. Is defending. Craig Dawson. Another solid performance. Um, Creswell has always been consistent. Ogbonna had a few shaky spells. But on the whole. He did alright. Sufau, he, he looked a bit different. I feel like he missed the protection of Fredericks this game, which I'm surprised about because he's been fantastic all season. So it was a bit of a weird one to watch. Uh, Rice, uh, I'm a bit confused with the lad because I feel like he's getting really nervous about about playing. I don't know whether it's because of the way that we are playing, but his passing was a bit off, his movement wasn't... There, he looked nervous going forward. He he didn't look like when he got the ball in the middle of the park. We've seen it, um, well, since he started playing for us, that he loves to drive forward and just get at the defense. And you know, he's got the strength and the, the capability of to get past a few players to kind of open room for your wingers or um, Antonio, whoever, whoever is playing in the middle, to kind of move forward. He didn't do that today. Sushek, another player who. Uh, I thought it was poor. Um, his passing was off, and I'll get to his red card in a minute because I've got a lot to say about that. Uh, but Fulham, on the other hand, credit where credit's due, that team played well. Loftus Cheek for Fulham is um, one hell of a player. I think you know, uh, I think he he's he's got so he he just looks so much better. And it, also, it obviously helps when you go out on loan. And he's gone to a team of Fulham. And I feel sorry for Fulham in a way. Because 
if they could just score a few more goals, they wouldn't be in the position that they are. They had some great chances against us. And they couldn't they couldn't hit the target. And Loftus Cheek had that glorious chance being played through. And somehow he just the composure the composure wasn't there. And I feel like we got away with one a little bit today. And you know, I feel like people are gonna say, you know, it's Fulham, you've just drawn to a team in a relegation zone. But that's a team that has to fight now. You know, they they've they've got to turn on a new gear and I think they have to they have to do it now, um, otherwise it's too late. And they showed it. And they was unlucky against us. You know, they sh- they've been showing it for ages. You know, they, they might have not won a game in a while, but they've been drawing a lot of games. And one of those includes Liverpool. You know, I think we a lot of people are forgetting that that Liverpool side went there and struggled the exact same as we did. And we're lucky to probably get a draw on that one. Whereas we was as well. We were very lucky to get a draw today. So, nothing more else to say about the game in a way because it was just a, it was just a, a poor poor performance going forward. Um, I was a bit disappointed with the changes as well. I'll say quickly, Moisey bringing on a uh, Noble and Yarmolenko and taking off Bowen and Ben Rama. Ben, taking Ben Rama off that early it just takes away the flair because um, I don't think Lingard can do it on his own. He couldn't do it today and. You know, I don't know how many people are going to judge him on this game, but at the minute, I'm not not uh, not going to say anything because you know he had a fantastic debut. He was kind of um, missing in this game, but who wasn't? You know, Ben Rama was missing, Bone was missing, Antonio was missing, Yarmolenko when he came on didn't look good enough. I was a bit surprised that Noble came on. I thought he would have brought on Lanzini or someone. Um, but yeah, uh, and then he brings on Fredericks for Antonio because Antonio had a bad game. I think um, that's quite easy to say. And then he, and then that's when you're missing that that striker because he put Yarmolenko up top and he couldn't do anything. So then we'll move on to the biggest talking point of uh, this game, and that was um, Fulham West Ham got postponed in the ninety third minute, and it got turned over to the My Dean show yet again. Which was a uh, an absolute fucking disgrace. It's as easy as that. He is so. Ah, oh, don't get it. Honestly, I don't get it. So if if no one's watched this and or you you have and like we have a free kick, edge of the area roughly, and Mitrovic goes down and everyone's thinking what's gone on here. Go VAR's checked it and then you know replays are shown. And yes, there is connection with an elbow, but there's no backwards movement. There's no violent conduct. There's nothing like that. All that Sushek is doing is moving his arm away from Mitrovic to try and get more room. So he's got more positioning to run. There's no intention of hurting the bloke. And you can see that straight away when he's... As soon as there was a tiny bit of connection, when he knew that he, he hit it, it hit him, sorry, hands went up straight away. Sorry, didn't mean to do that. Now, yes, I get that everyone can probably do that. You could probably two-foot someone in the chest and then put your hands up and go, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. You're not going to get away with it. 
The fact of the matter is that this guy did not mean to do that one bit. You look at the movement of his arm, he's trying to move away from his body and over Mitrovic's head. So he's got that the angle to, to more to to run more at him. There's no malicious of oh, I'm gonna fucking elbow him in the in the jaw and I'm gonna get away with it. Because as a footballer nowadays, you can't be that stupid because if you elbow someone like that, you are going to get caught out because there's VAR watching every moment. So he goes to VAR, as expected, and you probably think, right, you know, it's wasting time. Surely, you know, they're, they're just going to say it's not violent, it's not violent conduct. There's no um, malice in it. There, there, nothing is, you know what I mean. But then, like, you hear those commentators go, and now Mike Dean's been told to go over. And you know, you know he's going to fucking give us a red because he's a tosser. And here's the thing, and I've said this after after full time. If a referee gets told to go over to the monitor, he is there for no more than about 12, 12, 13, 14, 15 seconds. I don't know why I've counted like that, but he's, they're there for about 14, 15 seconds. And... You know, they look at it, they look at it once, maybe twice, and then they'll turn back and they'll either give a penalty, red, like change the yellow to a red, etc. But he was there for over a minute. And do you know why he was there for over a minute? Because he didn't know either what to do. Now, in that situation, in my eyes, if you're that unsure that you don't know what the circumstances is, then don't give anything. You know, don't give it. And regardless, I don't know what he's watching, Mike Dean, on those monitors. I don't know what Lee Mason was watching on the monitor. But everybody else saw that it weren't a red card. Even Mitrovic, the guy who got, you know, the, 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 the tiniest scrape of an elbow, even got up and said, it's not a red. You know, I've seen on Twitter, Lineker, Carragher, uh, Sinclair, um, Ian Wright, to name a few have said, what the fuck? Like, it's not a red. You know, I don't get it. I really don't get it. And if it's the point of if an elbow hits someone in the face, that it's a red, then surely every time that Andy Carroll jumps up for a for a, uh, a challenge or a header, every time a defender accidentally clips someone in with, the, um, with his elbow, according to Mike Dean and Lee Mason, that's a red card. But, and it's not, like, there is no violence on that at all. At all. So to give that as a red after looking at it for, if you combine the times, it must have been about three, four minutes. If it's took you that long to make a decision, you don't have a fucking clue. You don't have a clue what has gone on. And you don't know what to do. So you panic and you give a red. Now, here's the thing. If it gets rescinded, fair play. And, you know, we can move on and we've got him for some big games. But I don't see it happening because there's a simple reason for it. If David Louise can't get his red car rescinded for fuck all, how on earth can, is Suchet going to get it? You know, it's an absolute disgrace. Absolute disgrace. The game is gone. The game is officially gone because of VAR. 
they can't, they haven't changed anything for the better. They've changed it for the worse. And could you imagine if fans were in the ground? It would have gone off. It would have. It would have gone off. Like there would have been so many boos. Obviously, yes, Craven is at Craven Cottage, so the, you know they would have been happy for that. But I, I don't get. I, honestly, I can't stress enough how much I don't understand how that's a red. Like, like I said, there's no backwards movement to hit him. It's an upwards and move away, and it's just an accidental collision. That's all it is, accidental. And that's why David Louise's was an accidental collision. So how these two are reds, don't have a clue. And it was just but then Mike Dean's, you know, he's trying to he's trying to tell Sushek why he sent him off. But you're telling him why you sent him off, Mike, but you don't know yourself because you spent so long looking at it that even you had no idea. I don't get it. I, I didn't get it. Honestly, and VAR is going to be spoke about for so many years to come in this game. And as much as the majority of football fans want this VAR to disappear, it won't. Because in the eyes of the FA, it's helping referees. It's not helping referees. It's making them look even worse than, than what they were. And I think, you know, a couple of lads on the podcast, Callum, for example, told us about, like, you never see this in uh, the Bundesliga, Serie A, the French League and uh, La Liga. You know, they're meant to be, we're meant to be the, the best of the best, the best league. And we're making, the referees make us look awful. And VAR are basically supporting that to an extent where, you know, they are making, <laughs> just making the game look so bad. So bad. Uh, and when is change going to happen? You know, well, we've done an episode, a very early one as well. I think it was the second one that we did about VAR, where I just went on a massive rant. Huge rant. You know, if you've not listened to it, go and give it a listen. Because, you know, it just expresses my emotion and passion for how how I feel about it, really, but yeah, but at the end of the day, it's like every team's going to go through this. But the way that we've been playing at the minute, a bar today and bar probably Liverpool game, you know, if we were like if we were in the game, like uh, winning the game and that happened, my God, if they went on and scored an equaliser, uproar would have happened. You know, it. So, there's no point of saying they've got to fix it because in their eyes it's it's working fine, but they're not realizing that they're making themselves and the referees look so bad. But we can moan and moan about VAR, but nothing's ever going to change. But yeah, uh, so that obviously the game, you know, like I said, I'll take we take a point, we move on to. Uh, Tuesday, FA Cup against Manchester United. Interesting, interesting now, without maybe without Suchek. Won't find out until Monday if we got him or not. But we got to go for it in the FA Cup. Uh, good opportunity to, to win this uh, FA Cup, I believe. 
So there's no reason why we can't put our full strength squad because the next game after that is on a Monday against Sheffield United. So if without Sushek, I'm a bit nervous about that game. But on a whole, I can't see any reason why we can't go to Old Trafford and get something. You know, like we, it's not a, a replay thing anymore this year. You know, if we if we have to take the take the whole brunt of their attack and get it to extra time and penalties, and so be it. But I'd love us to go there and just show that we can keep performing. You know, I think the I think the positive of the Fulham game was obviously that we played poor, but we managed to get a point still. And that's what we didn't do against Liverpool. So if we can go to United off of this um, draw and play like we did against Villa, then I can't see us losing, personally. Uh, but it's it's all dependent on how we play and I think if Sushek is going to be in there or not. And then in the league, obviously, like I said, on Monday, next Monday, we've got... Um, Sheffield United at home, big big game. They're going to come pressing at us because they they've got a bit of a bit of form going as well. And then we've got some awful games coming up in the sense of we we get a, we can we can struggle here. I think it's Man City, Tottenham, Leeds, Man United, Arsenal. I could be missing a team, but you know it, it's going to be it's going to be tough. We knew that we were going to have another run of horrible games because we had it at the beginning of the season. And if we can get some decent little points out of those games, it would be, like, be fantastic. It, basically, whatever happens, because I think our last game in those awful games, I think is Arsenal in that run. If we can still be around that top seven by that point, I think we are going to be finishing in the tops in the in the European places. I still think it now. I, you know, I'm I'm a positive guy with West Ham. You know, I feel like we can do it. Top four, I think, is a, a massive dream, and if it turns into a reality, all oh my days would be unbelievable. But these are the games where we've got to stick together as a team. Now, fans have got to get behind behind the boys. It's so shit that we're not there, but. If we can do it, you know, just imagine, you know, fans are go you know, go back to the stadiums next season and West Ham, we go back to London Stadium and we are there as a European team. Like, oh it'd be amazing it'd be amazing. But yeah, um to round things off, Mike Dean really needs to sort himself out. Um, West Ham poor but I've got belief that they can go to Old Trafford and then just concentrate on the big games coming up because it's going to be huge for us uh, apart from that you know we've got to stay positive and hope that the boys can stick together and also hope that Sushek won't be banned from the next three games and you know push forward again and hope for European places and hope for a quarterfinal FA Cup draw. I'd love to be in the hat for that because we've not been in that since the Billich first uh, season. So, yeah. Thank you, though, for taking your time to listen to this. 
Uh, if you've got any uh, got any questions to ask, just um, message the Twitter Twitter page, Force of Podcast, or the Instagram or the Facebook. It's completely up to you. Um, if you're interested in any of our other podcasters relating to um, a certain team, we do have the Red Zone with uh, Bradley Cow and Zach. They're on there every week talking about Manchester United. It's a great listen, boys. Go give it a go. Give it a try. They've got a great few episodes out. Uh, and then obviously listen to the rest of our podcasts that we're bringing out. You know, we bring out predictions and review shows each week. So. Yeah, um, once again, thank you for listening. Get get yourselves on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcast. It would be much appreciated and we will speak to you very soon. Thank you very much.